What's up, everybody? It is me, Walt, Walt Gainer the second. I'm doing this. This is a um, part of the whole reactivation of the Boss Locks podcast, a story of new growth. But um, I'm doing something special. I've teased it a bit here and there, but I'm releasing this new show called The Working Wild Black Show. It's this, um, I like to think of it as, as a uh, career mixtape to kind of guide you through your career growth, exploring entrepreneurship. Um, if you're going from one career to another, I'm actually really excited about it. It's a spinoff of this show. You know, a spinoff is actually super disrespectful. I feel like, I don't know. It kind of is. It is. It's this whole new thing, but it's like a, it's like a, it's like there was a conjoined twin and this twin kind of branched off and became its own person. Um, the working while black show is more dedicated towards career stuff. And, um, I was working on creating the intro for like the trailer episode and, I started recording like, oh, this is this, this is that, but I just wasn't, I just wasn't feeling it. I kept stopping. I kept rambling, really, what happened. I kept rambling because I don't know how to stop. I'm not at the point where I just read scripts down the line like um, Ron Burgundy. So, asked my guy Chris to come in and actually be the host, be the host and interview me. So, I'm excited to get into that. Um, I have no idea what he's going to ask me. I know what the show is, but Chris is something, he, he, um... I call him a wizard. He's like a magician. And I don't know what journey he's about to take us on. So I'm excited to see what's up. Before we get into everything, I want to shout out Magic Mind. They're sponsoring this episode. It's an energy shot. It seems super healthy to me. I checked the ingredients, the list. It seems like a really great alternative to coffee. I'll get more into that later on into the show. But um, Chris, let's get started. I'm I'm changing changing seats I'm going to right. yes sir well listen my name is chris ward jr i am the temporary host for working while black podcast which means when walter is not around you'll see me <laughs> that's facts uh which will be never because he's he's always going to be the host of his own podcast so no. uh yes that too <laughs> excited about this hey, walter you know what let's get right into it man because we we're gonna we're gonna ask questions not your usual ones um, we, we, we wanted to really think about our audience that is going to be listening to this, which is black professionals and hopefully allies, black professionals as well. So my question to you, Walter, is what do you think the biggest problem or the number one problem that this podcast solves for your audience? Mm. Well, um, I'll, I'll tell you why I started it because this this whole journey, my whole creative journey, started because I was experienced a problem, and it was missing resources, not having the right guidance and direction that I felt I needed to move, uh, progress in my career. I was graduating from school, uh, ready to live out the American dream, as they all say, but I was feeling very nervous about the job interview process, and it wasn't just about like. How do I get this job? How do I make this interview like me? It's like, how do I do this while being black, while having locks? Um, that when I graduated, it was the same year that, you know, the U.S. courts, they decided that companies can legally not hire someone just because of something like a hairstyle. And I'm someone who knows that, okay, yeah, people might say, oh, yeah, just cut the locks. But if someone has a problem with my locks, they're probably going to have a problem with me being black as well, mm. um, whether they know it or not. So... I wasn't sure how to navigate the nuances of being black. I was feeling insecure already, just feeling very discouraged about how to do this. So the reason I started this show in particular was to guarantee that there are resources for black professionals. 
whether you're at the beginning stages, just out of school, um, trying to get a job, whether you're, you know, been working for a minute and now you're looking to pivot from this career to another one, how to actually get into a leadership position. And then once you're in that leadership position, how do you actually, you know, put your whole community on and create, make sure that the place you're working, the place you're leading, the teams you're building are an inclusive environment. So this show is here to be a resource for people who are feeling discouraged about their career, want a little extra guidance. And just to let, remind people, let people know that you're not alone. Problems you face, problems people face all over the place. I love that. There's something key to what you just shared. And you talked about, it led to talking about hair, to talking about liking or not liking black people in the in the first place, right? Is this identity um, topic that that's there. So how would someone know if they are a, I guess, a true black professional? How can someone identify themselves as a black professional? Um, that's, that's funny. At first I was like, man, I can't, I can't help if you're not sure if you're black or not. I probably, <laughs> probably not. Um, but I, I think that the other part there, the black professional part, um, the Boss Locks podcast, when it started, the slogan was the mission was to prove that natural hair and professionalism do coexist. It was also to redefine professionalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, professionalism is a word that has been used to gatekeep based on culture and identity um, and not just about race either. Um, to be professional is basically to be, it's, you have to follow like the Eurocentric standards of beauty. Um, in other words, more than likely you got to be white or assimilate, you know, change yourself to make sure you're a part of that culture of that, you know, way of life. And if that's something you want to do, then go ahead and do it. But if you prefer to be you and yourself, because that's valuable as well, then that's a problem. So what is a professional? To me, it's someone who's in a profession. I mean, I think that someone who's working at uh, Wendy's can be a professional. I think like some of the things as far as like how you kind of conduct yourself in a place of work, you can look at that as like a type of professional behavior, but even that is all based on perspective. So that's another thing. Um, I think if you're working, you are running, you know, a side business, that's something you're doing on the day to day, then you are a professional. I love that. I love that. Cause I know a lot of people when they are running or they're conducting themselves in business, They'll call it a side hustle, but they won't see themselves as a professional. Um, mm-hmm. And you mentioned the word gatekeeping. So my question to you is, speaking of gatekeeping, what are some of the challenges that you've come across when creating content around the experiences for black professionals? Mm. Um, well, real quick, actually, that's a good question. I'm going to come back to that. But you, something that my grandfather instilled with me is truly knowing the definition of words. And yeah. so even a word that I use and I know, I like to you like, let me go look that up real quick. So I literally just stopped and I looked it up. So I, <laughs> I wanted to share um, just the word profession. Uh, profession is a paid occupation, especially one that involves prolonged training and formal qualification. You have to get training to serve fries at Wendy's. That's just a fact they, they, you know, they'll hire, you know, you don't need a lot of experience to work at fast food, but once you're there, you do get training. And that's why you don't need a ton of experience because there's training there. So mm-hmm. um, it's not look the same as someone who's like, you know, 
developing code for, you know, some of the latest AI, you know, language learning models, but, you know, they're still training there. A paid occupation, one that involves prolonged training and formal qualification. Um, yeah, there's professions. It's a wide, wide range. So um, back to your question, you said, what are some of the challenges I've experienced when about what, what are some of the challenges you face, you've, you have faced or continue to face around uh, creating content around the black professional experience you know what are some of those challenges mm. and an example of what you just shared right there right you talked about mcdonald's and french fries and that there's training there i don't think many people would see themselves as professionals because they work at mcdonald's but clearly they are because they receive some training there's some understanding there so what are some of the because you use the word gatekeeping what are some of the challenges you're facing around creating content so that the black professional feels like their experience is being shared. Mm. I think the challenge is that I've experienced partly is just this has started from my own insecurities. So it's just a lot of growth there, um, personal growth. And also just, you know, the experiences that we face are vast and wide. And um, I think sometimes there's an expectation for me to speak on certain things that I haven't experienced yet or I know nothing about, but because this podcast isn't actually about me, (laughs) (laughs) um, I bring on people who had experienced things that I haven't. Um, People who have had to go through traumatic things at work. People who've um, had to deal with just the the most outrageous forms of acts of racism. Um, Just um, getting... Well, you know, I was about to say getting passed up for things, but I've been passed up plenty of times. So um, I would say that the the challenges there are not really a challenge because I'm bringing in people from all over the world with different voices and stories to share. Um, If anything, I would say the biggest challenge, well, something I thought was a challenge was a lot of resistance to my content. Um, I was actually nervous to start posting about the black experience I work on LinkedIn, um, just because LinkedIn has this perspective of being a very, you know, professional uh, social media platform. But when I actually started posting there, I found that not only were people receptive, people were ready for those conversations. And that's mm-hmm. also when I learned that this content, even though it's called Working Well Black, I'm talking about the black experience, the content is E for everybody because I've had people from just other cultures reaching out to share about how this information was so valuable and they started following me while knowing that this is 1000% for black people. So um, I don't know if I've had any challenges outside of just, you know, the challenges of a content creator looking to uh, grow something uh, with limited time. I love that. I love how it's a relatable, right? I think any, I think anyone that has created some form of content or want to create a project, the challenge is, you know, how would I, how do I uh, create these experiences, relatable experiences for anyone that has that's a black professional or anyone that's whoever your target audience is, which leads me to my next question, which is, you know, how do you find a guest to put on your podcast that could speak to not only the experiences, but that could educate the community on uh, what it looks like to be a black professional and maybe what are some of the tools they're missing to elevate themselves as black professionals. Mm. You know, um, I have a couple of superpowers and one of them 
is the power to find people, even if they don't have a huge personal brand, but find people with a story to tell that other people are going to find relatable. Um, even, you know, when I first started the podcast, Boss Locks is all around natural hair. And um, I, specifically, I wanted to interview people with locks in professional environments. You know, lots of people post about their hairstyles, and it's beautiful. Um, but to find people who also have specific, um, they're like community leaders or um, just have like this specific story to tell that relates to the show that I thought would be a challenge. And, you know, people actually advised me to not do what I'm doing. But as soon as I started, I just easily found people, found people who just reach out to them, have no idea who they are. They don't know who I am. Just DMs and Instagram. Uh, same mm-hmm. when I was got active on LinkedIn, just sending random connection requests. Not random. They, they, everyone, they, they <laughs> have the story to tell. I found the right people. Um, yeah, every single guest I've had, I've been so grateful for and I've had some great gems from, have tons of episodes in the vaults I uh, recorded from years ago. And that's kind of what I'm excited about. This show is a chance to release them all um, and be able to speak to people who, um, I couldn't reach with my own story. Oh, well, I think that's cool. If you got so many, so many episodes that's already in the vault, is there a, uh, surprising episode or a surprising lesson that stands out from one of your episodes that you can't wait for the people to listen to? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when he said surprise, um, so this is the one that's recorded, but just there's, there's a few people that I, I know and they've already expressed interest of being on the show that I'm excited to interview them because um, one is just, it'll be a great opportunity to to have them on the show. Like that's, it's one of those guests that's like, oh, you got that person to be on your show? What? Oh, 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 how are you still? No, 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 I know. Yeah, no, no. yeah. So <laughs> ego-wise, I'm excited <laughs> for those, but then also they have great stories as well. Um, I'm excited to showcase my time at InvestFest, Earn Your Leisure's um, humongous, record-breaking, record-setting conference that happens in Atlanta every year. I went there, um, did not buy a ticket, but I came with a camera, and a camera is like, you know, it's like your, it's like a, it's like a free pass, it's the fast pass, it's a way to just get into places. I didn't get all the way in there, but I was close enough to speak to a lot of the people who went there, met a lot of really amazing people at that festival. Um, I did meet some pyramid schemer people, because uh, you get that when you go to any financial investment type of place. They weren't the people on stage, they were just attendees. So those, uh, even, even those episodes, there was a few gems in there. So I'm going to just share the, you know, take what you love, leave the rest. So I'm excited to share my time at InvestFest. Oh man! Hey, listen, uh, pyramid schemers—they out there, and they're clever. Not- oh my god! Oh my god! If you're listening right now, let me know if you've ever been um, just caught up or got close to end up selling some knives or papers or cups or something um, to to retire early, so that you could be like the the manager and have a Ferrari. Um, <laughs> matter of fact, text me. <laughs> text me at nine one four three five three four one seven six or comments or wherever you're seeing this. If you've ever been close to getting into some pyramid scheming on accident, tell me about it. Tell me how they got you. 
All right, before we get too deep into this episode, I got to tell you about the Growth Club. It's a private community I'm launching and I'm hosting it on Patreon, basically because it's super familiar to everybody. Um, if you don't know about it, uh, Patreon is a tool that I decided to test out. It basically allows me to have a private membership where I could give y'all first access behind the scenes content and also put you in the host seat, which is something new I'm experimenting with, which basically allows you to uh, send in questions that I will ask my guests. Uh, meaning that you get to know about who's coming on the show, who I'm having conversations with before anybody else. And I'm doing something a little different. It goes against the best practices. People don't advise to do this, but I'm creating a lifetime membership uh, for the first people, first 50 people who sign up. So for the founding 50, y'all get access to everything I'm doing forever even as we add in more uh tiers and exclusive opportunities you will always have access to it and uh just for five dollars a month forever uh first 50 people sign up get it for five dollars a month uh the growth club just visit patreon.com slash the growth club that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash the growth club you get everything you get access to all the stuff we're creating um you get to be a part of the private conversations that influence the larger public conversations so appreciate y'all um very big on building with the people who are around you right now so i'm doing this because i believe in community and i appreciate y'all um so yeah check it out patreon.com slash the growth club all right let's get back to this episode Yes, yes. Uh, you know what? That's interesting. I, I like how you're uh, speaking to the audience. And that's actually a question I have. Mm-hmm. You know, how has feedback from your audience on your social media platforms, from the podcast community, how has that refined or tailored the Working Well Black podcast on how you deliver it and the topics you talk about? Um, that's a good question because I do test uh, concepts out. And I test just uh, how easy it is for people to engage with me as well. Uh, feedback's all been positive. Um, feedback has been kind of more. Um, something that I was surprised about because when I started this, like I said, insecurities, it's defined, it's kind of shaped my path. Uh, when I first started podcasting, I didn't plan to be on camera at all. I was behind the scenes, going to remove myself and just have the guest speaking. Um, something that I was surprised about, and this happened during LinkedIn's Creator Accelerator program I was in, is that when I was putting out content that was just me, um, a lot of people were engaging with it. Um, two videos in particular that stood out to me. One was a video about how to quit your job with grace. You know, we always hear the stories about how to quit the job, let's flip the tables, make a scene, all this stuff. And, um, there was this trend about quitting jobs. It was trending on LinkedIn. And I decided to create a video that was like how to do it, how to quit that job because you know you don't belong there. It's no longer the place for you. But how to do it with grace, how to do it in a way that people, you know, you might get a call back one day from the people. So that's something that when I quit, you know, it it takes longer to do that. But when you quit with grace, it just it just always sets you up for success because there's still a bridge there. Um, Places that I know I will never return to again. I've, um, you know, I've left in, you know, people were actually like sad to see me go. 
And that's kind of cool because there were relationships built. So, so that video was cool. I got a lot of people who weren't following me, found me because of that and actually reached out to me to share how it was helpful as they prepare to leave. And another one is a video I put out a year ago or two years ago, something like that called cheat codes for career growth. It was a very short, short video. And I just highlighted five ways to level up in your career. And, um, I've had a recruiter who uh, was trying to recruit me for a job. He was like, by the way, I like this video. I'm working on one of the cheat codes I gave them with a cheat was a certificate. He said, I'm working on that now for my own thing. So this was actually reassuring for me as I'm going about my own career growth. So yeah, those two feedback things just let me know that, um, I, I, I do have some stories and advice to share a lot and I'm gonna keep going those series and it just helped me to really know like what people really need it's not just the motivation you get a lot of motivation at a lot of conferences you get a lot of motivation on a lot of podcasts there's gonna be tons of motivation on this podcast but okay I am asking questions specifically to get tactical advice on how people did this and how others can do that so you feel like uh when someone's listening to it, it's not going to be like a lecture. It's going to be more like what? What are they going to be hearing? It's going to be a collection of things. And that's why I like to look at it as a career mixtape. So there are going to be lectures. The lectures are important. Motivation is important. I, mm. you know, I'm looking out from different ways to get motivated by myself and from others every day. But it's also going to be very focused and tactical content so that if you're listening on the go, you can just listen real quick. Okay, that's how you do it and go about your day. Um, there's a moment of time when I was interviewing for jobs and I was like, ah, I don't know how to do it. I don't feel it. I'm not feeling very confident <laughs> about this. So I just looked up. There was this podcast, uh, the No Degree podcast. Shout out to them. Okay. Um, and they had just this really dope episode about um, interviews and how to navigate it. And it was a conversation. So you had to skip some things in there, but it was just a very tactical episode. So that's just type some of the things I try to keep in mind uh, when I'm creating content. Just, you know, if someone's on the go, just look for something real quick, just get in, get out, and leave. So nice collection of things. I hear you on that because I know I'll, I will definitely have the podcast on while cleaning the house because that's how I like to listen to podcasts, right? Cleaning, doing something. And those dishes right? pile up. Yeah, they, just, hey, they gotta go. I gotta go while I live. While I learn how to be a black professional, these dishes gotta go. All right, <laughs> gotta go. So I, I love this. I love this, Walter. You know what? Here's, here's what's uh, interesting for me. A lot of podcasts out there, they tend to like focus on just the listen. You know, the download. You know, share with your friends. Is there going to be something or a resource or a tool where after you finish listening to the episode, is there going to be more that someone who's listening can do? to to make it more practical for themselves of you know something that they just heard yeah um one of the biggest problems that i've had with podcasting especially as a podcaster is that podcasting is really it's like a one-way you know relationship for the most part if you just look at the podcast itself it's very one way people listen the host never speaks to the podcast um that's oftentimes when you you know, podcasters find themselves creating content about stuff their listeners have no interest in. And then, you know, their downloads start to go down. Um, engagement is very key. And listening to your audience is the most important thing ever. So 
like I said earlier, when I was like, yo, text me real quick. Um, I'm, I'm implementing different ways to make it so easy for anyone listening to get in touch with me because, um, I don't just create this for my own ego. Um, I have, you know, people in my family telling me how much they love me all the time. So I don't need a lot of praise or anything like that. But what I do need to know is what did you think about this? We were having this conversation and I just Mm -hmm. curious about perspectives. Uh, when I'm on other, other people's shows, I tell them where to follow me, but I also say, say hi, because I actually like to meet new people. So partly one, I like to have conversations with people. I'm a podcast host is what I do. But then also I'm very curious about what people think, not necessarily about the quality of the episode about, but yo, about this scenario, about this um, potential way to grow the black community, about this resource I shared. Are you using it? What do you think about it? I may be using it and you might know something that I don't know or vice versa. I'm very community-based. So instead of, um, you know, launching this kind of gatekeep community um, to interact with me, it's a free way. You just text me. It's not an SMS thing to, like, spam you every day. Like this, like this, review all this, blah, 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 blah. I'll only do that once a month. <laughs> maybe once a month, maybe yeah. Twice a month. Once. Uh, I'll say twice a month. <laughs> <laughs> I look at that number going up real quick. Yeah, real quick, real quick. Um, but yeah, for real though, it's uh, literally there for communication, uh, back and forth because there's going to be stuff that, um, I don't cover on the podcast because maybe there's something like brand new that I just discovered and there's not time. So I might just be like, hey, uh, let me just send this newsletter real quick. Let me just send this text real quick. Like, yo. If you are looking for a job and are running out of time applying to job applications, here's this tool that will send your resume to like 200 uh, job listings that align with the type of jobs that you want because it's AI and AI is uh, a tool to help you do things more efficiently. So something like that. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So if you're listening to this right now, yes, that means have your notebook ready. Oh, yeah. Have your LinkedIn open, your Instagram, whatever it may be, right? And communicate with Walt and his guest because it seems like it's going to be a very interactive approach to podcasts and not necessarily just listen, like you said, one way. Ooh, I'm glad you said that because, yeah, let's say, like, you know, I don't know about y'all, but, like, sometimes I'll be listening to something and I'm like, why didn't you ask this? It was right there. Mm. So, yeah, if there's ever, like, why didn't you ask this, text me the question. I will send it directly to the guests and I will keep sending it to them until they answer me. I'll annoy them on your behalf. I like that. I'm asking the weirdest questions in the world. Like, um, yeah, that might be, might make, might might not be safe for this one. I might make up an answer to reply back to you. You know, (laughs) got to keep everyone safe. (laughs) Oh my goodness. What, What would you say is, um, what would you say if someone was going to share your podcast with someone else? What would be that one focus or one piece of one statement that you would want them to share so that they know what it's all about? Because you know how it is sometimes. You might get inspired by an episode. That episode is not necessarily the whole uh, topic of the entire podcast, um, but they're trying to share it and then they don't have the words to share because sometimes the language is so high level. (laughs) They don't know how to articulate it. So if someone was listening right now and, and they are intrigued by Working While Black podcast, how would they share it with other people? What would they say? You know, it's funny when you are um, asking that. I was reminded of something that did happen. It was a um, 
um, someone who's following my podcast, the, the Boss Lux podcast story and new growth, and they're a white person and they knew of a black person they wanted to share it with, but they felt weird because they were white talking about this black resource and telling to a black person like, oh, you as a black person watch this because they're black and they're kind of struggling with the words. So it, that is actually like sometimes it is hard to share um, something with somebody else, not having that language. Uh, what I personally do when I find an episode or a show that I like, I will share that episode and I'll share specifically why I liked it. I'll share one takeaway that I got from it and not just any takeaway, something that I feel like relates to that person. Or it could be something as simple as, um, oh, I know that, you know, you're working full time, you're tired, and I know you have this, um, uh, this business that you're growing at the same time. Uh, but not sure how to do it, not sure if it's safe to talk about it on social media. Well, I just listened to this podcast. It's the Working Well Black Show. Uh, Walt, he's a great host. He had a guest on named Steve Worthy, and Steve Worthy talked about how he uh, grew his side business while working a 9-to-5 and what it was like when he finally left his 9-to-5, a well-paying job where there's a lot of security, to go full-time with this business. That's a real episode, actually, that's coming on the podcast. Um, you don't have to make it that wordy, but essentially I shared one episode that I felt like related with that person and some of the key things that are important and why that person might like that episode. So I say keep it simple. Um, nowadays, you could text episode links. You could send a website, or you could also text me and ask me how to best share this episode if you're really having trouble with it because it, it can be hard sometimes. It's awkward. Number is 914-353-4176. Let me know what you think. I love that. I love that. That's that, That's that. Uh, hey, I'm not leaving you by yourself. If, if you really want to get this out there, I got you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a socially awkward person, and I think I probably <laughs> have social anxiety as well. So mm. I'm all to help you. Uh, navigate social <laughs> situations, whether it's at work or just even amongst friends. So um, if you are awkward, I could at least, you know, help you be smoothly awkward. Maybe. I love that. I love that. So when, uh, when's the, the date, when's the premiere date for when this is going to be released and where can they listen to it um, at? Where's the best place to listen to it? Um, best place to listen to it kind of depends on what type of listener you are. If you already listen to podcasts all the time, you already know it's everywhere you listen to podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Castbox, we're on all the you know the uh off brand podcast players too. Um, check us out on the Haiti app. But you know, if you've never listened to a podcast before, go to YouTube, go to YouTube, video episodes are there. Um, I believe in making things accessible for people. You could also go to the website, bosslocksmedia.com, or uh, I got another domain for you. It's the www.show.com. Stands for the Working Wild Black, but, you know, the www.show.com. You can find everything, or you could also text me. I don't know if y'all remember the number, but 914-353-4176. You can text me, and I'll send you links to wherever, and if you can't find it, I'll help you get to it. Um, but also, I'm everywhere social media. Uh, Boss Locks on Instagram. It's the Great Walt also on Instagram. LinkedIn, Walter Gainer the second. If you can find me, you can find the podcast. And if not, let me know and I'll get you set up. Actually, I actually forgot to answer 
your early question as far as when this is available. We're dropping in January 2024 is happening. I've been waiting for a while to drop this. A lot of things came up and pushed this back, but we're ready. Figure why not start with the new year with all those New Year's resolution. Start right and... You know, by the way, this other thing, um, I believe in sharing resources and tools and what I'm experimenting with. Um, one of those things is Magic Mind. It's this, um, I'm using it as a replacement to coffee, but it doesn't have to be that way. This product, um, already finished it, but, you know, it's super small too, like smaller than a phone. But Magic Mind is energy shot, uh, matcha based. It could be used as to replace coffee or even with coffee. But um, it's helped me to kind of focus in in the mornings. I don't like being that person that drinks two to three cups a day. So I'm, I am I tried this and it's just helped me with that little bit of a, a morning fogginess that I get. Yeah. And um, it, it does, it's easy to drink. You just kind of shake it, open it, I like to wave it around like it's fine wine and um, <laughs> take a quick shot. So definitely recommend you trying it, uh, go to magicmind.com slash boss, that's B-O-S-S, um, to get 56% off your subscription or even 20% off a one-time purchase if you just want to try it out real quick. Um, you can also use code BOSS20, uh, B-O-S-S-2-0 during checkout to make sure you get that discount off. Once again, magicmind.com slash boss. And don't forget the code BOSS20 to get that really nice discount. Try it out. Let me know what you think. If you like it, if you love it, hit me up. And, um, yeah, I'll keep y'all updated on how it goes. I love that, man. So, you know, I'm going to have my wine ready when I'm listening. Yeah. I'm going to have my food ready. We're going to make this like a family cookout. Like we're listening to aunts and uncles tell us about the game for sure. Uh, excited for you. And so w- w- before we go, what, what would you say is the one piece of, I don't want to say advice, but what, what's the one vision you have for the people who are listening to the podcast as we go throughout the season? Because I can imagine it's going to ramp up with a different type of guest. What's that one experience you want them to have or takeaway you want them to have uh, as they're listening to the season um, that you're about to release? There are a million ways to go out and get it. Um, everyone has advice for your career. Um, only you are going to know what's the best option for you, what the best steps to take. My goal isn't to tell you what to do. It's just to show various paths you can take various paths. You could go from being that nobody at your job to becoming a, you know, a leader. Um, you getting that recognition and respect from people a higher pay before you even hit 30, because it is possible. Um, I want to show people that you literally can be a professional in this one profession and pivot to another. I did, I went from e-commerce to now working in the podcast industry. Um, There are some parallels, but it's still a completely different type of skill set that you need. And um, just showing people that we do have options us as the black community, we're out there. We're doing some amazing things, some legendary things. Um, I, like things as simple as that skip ad button on YouTube when there's an ad playing. A black person's behind that. Um, I haven't gotten them booked on the podcast yet, but we know each other. 
and yeah, he's a busy guy. <laughs> he's a busy guy. <laughs> I, I could imagine. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's just so many stories, and that's the 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 reason why I started this is just to show us that we are out here and we can do these things that people say they can't do. You can't have locks, but you can be fully tatted and be a professional that's out here killing it, making yourself money and everybody else money. Um, the path to wealth is not that far off. We just have to, you know, change a few habits that we have. Not not change who we are, just change a few things so that it aligns with where we want to be. So my my best advice is just remembering that you know, there's not just one way to do things. And I'm going to show it on the podcast. My man, Walter Gaynor II, Working Wild Black Podcast, released again in January. First, second week, first week, right? January 2024. Make sure you join the wait list so that you're the <laughs> first to know the date of when it launches. You could join the wait list. The link is in this description. Or yes. guess what? Guess what? You could text 914 Three five three four one seven six, and I'll get you all the information you need. But yes, join the wait list. Walter, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing so much about the Working Well Black podcast, your vision, uh, the opportunity to connect in community with the people. And I'm going to see you in January, my man. You know, um, I just got to say one more thing before we go. Oh, wow. I want to thank you because, uh, like I said at the very beginning of this, I don't know what Chris is going to do, and I couldn't have expected this. This is actually really dope. Um, it's just cool working with you for, has it been two years now officially as the time of this recording? For sure. Yeah. And I'm still learning about all the things Chris could do. Um, I once, um, client of Chris's, uh, before doing actually like the client stuff, we were collaborating, started working with this other coach. Um, they are good at what they do, but they were not the right coach for me. And I was like, should have just asked Chris if he could do this. And it turns out he could. He could. Chris is not someone who's going to shove his services down, like, in your face and all that stuff. Um, yeah, he's just, he's just out here. So appreciate you, Chris. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you doing this. And, yes, you actually will. Before, when he was joking about if you don't see me, you'll see him. You will see him. You will see him a lot. <laughs> One of the first five episodes features him, and it's amazing. Oh, man. See, that's Walter right there, man. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you just uh, allowing me to be the black professional that I am. And uh, I look forward to uh, supporting the Working While Black community as well. I will see y'all in the uh, on the YouTube and uh, I will be texting. What's that number again? Oh, make sure I put it down. What's that number again? Yeah. 914-353-4176. Love that, man. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for allowing me to do this. And thank you for watching and listening to this. Make sure, again, you text, you comment, you follow Walter on all of his social media platforms. And if you want to follow me, it's as simple as Chris Ward Jr. on all platforms. I'll check you out later. All right, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for checking out today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And uh, don't forget to check out uh, the Working While Black show, The Waitlist. Link is in the description. Also have a link to join the Growth Club that we're hosting on Patreon. Really excited about it. You know, there'll be uh, you'll be the first to learn about, you know, merge uh, the private events that we're having uh, throughout the year. And, um, yeah, I'm just excited to continue to build with y'all. This is a community. This is not just a y'all listen, y'all watch and go about your day. This is if you listen, if you watch, let me know what you think. 
send a text, hit me up on the DMs. I want to hear from y'all, all right? I want to hear from y'all. We're building a community, not just a show. And I'm excited for what's to come. Uh, the Working While Black Show, one thing I didn't mention is uh, also going to be documenting the growth that I'm seeing um, in the black community amongst certain leaders from Snoop Dogg to some black politicians that it's important to keep our eye on uh, to what 50 Cent's been <laughs> is doing because it's a lot of very interesting things, takeaways, I think things we can learn from. So the Working While Black Show is going to be very, very career oriented, business oriented, but also just confidence because at the base of a lot of uh, the things needed for growth is confidence and self-love of ourselves and of our community so anyways i'm just excited for this ecosystem that's being built this whole universe that's being built um with y'all check us out check it out uh so much more content to come thank you for joining me on this journey and i can't wait for to hear from y'all peace